and welcome to 99 Yards Podcast. I'm your host, Duncan Terry, and today I'm joined by a regular guests, Stuart Taylor and Brian Dickey. You all right, fellas? Very good, Duncan. Yeah, week two of the NFL season, more or less in the bag. Um, it's been an interesting start, shall we say. Yeah, good. Thanks. Uh, good to be back, Duncan. Um, yeah, another another fantastic week of NFL. We're flying through, aren't we? Um, Absolutely flying through, yeah. But yeah, let's, uh, let's get cracking. Two... Big wins for your both your teams this weekend and Dallas. I think I'm right in saying haven't conceded a point yet, have they? No, they won, they won uh, thirty to ten uh, yesterday. It was at one point um, though, right? <laughs> so not, not too was... many points, but doing okay, yeah. But we, I, I mean, yeah, it's too. I think it's, it's too early to say. I'm, I'm always very hopeful, but uh, it's nice to start two and zero. Um, you can correctly say they've had two or two of the. I guess easier games with Rodgers being out for the Jets and then the Giants doing absolutely nothing week one. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy so far. How are you feeling, Stu? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, good start by the Dolphins. They look pretty good so far, particularly on offense, but the defensive side of things, they've been pretty good as well. But um, yeah, week one's always funny. And that was a that was a bit of a battle against the Chargers and then yeah I think we expected possibly to beat the Patriots they're not in the greatest shape but the Dolphins have got a a, a tough schedule overall really um so let's see how it goes but encouraging signs to begin with and yeah two two and oh is better than being oh and two shall we say <laughs> I think Tua is five and oh against uh, the Patriots uh, I don't know if you knew that one. Uh, yeah he's, he's got a very good record against the Patriots he seems to Seems to have their number at the moment. I got that stat more right than the Dallas score. So that's fine. I must have stopped <laughs> watching uh, when I thought it was over and just uh, put it out <laughs> of my mind. Um, so this week, we're going to give some thoughts on the league's newest starting quarterbacks. That being those in year one and year two, uh, as well as taking a look at some of week three's matchups. I thought this would be interesting. Um there's a lot of starters in the league. I had a couple of, uh, you know, maybe could be starters in the very near future. I thought it was about time we judged them, um, being as uh, we're, we're the best ones to do it. Um, <laughs> first of all, Bryce Young. Um, he's looking decent. He's looking, you know, pretty good for the number one pick. He's on a bad team, you know, but as, not, as number one picks go, I don't think you can fault him. Can you, uh, Brian? Yeah, it is. You're right. It is the best time to judge him because we've only seen, well, for Bryce Young, we've only seen one game. So let, let's go, go all in on that. But no, I think I think he's been, um, yeah, I think he's been he's been good. I think he, he obviously struggled that first game, tough divisional game to kick off your uh, your career with. Um, and yeah, absolutely. All these, especially the, the early first round quarterbacks, you're going to get thrown in at the deep end, like it or not. And because you picked yeah. early, it means you're playing on a bad team. That's, that's just how it is. But yeah, he, he looks okay. Um, obviously, they go against the Saints uh, after we record this, so it'll be interesting to see how he does there. Um, yeah, I think he's too early to tell, but I think he, especially year one um, for a you know, first overall pick, you just want to see a bit of progress, don't you? You just want to see exactly. a bit of an improvement. You just want to see him sort of get used to the pace of the game, get used to the league, um, just sort of... Just sort of um, guess get used to it in a way um so yeah it is a bit too early um didn't have the the greatest first game but the the signs there and you can totally see why he was picked first um i'm interested to see what what you think Stu, my fellow draft talker 
Yeah, I was probably not as high on Bryce Young as he. I think I had him as QB2. I think everyone else mm-hmm. had him as QB1 coming out of the year, but that's not to say that I didn't like Bryce Young. I thought of the of the, of the three brand new quarterbacks, he probably looked the shakiest on week one, but it is week one and it's really early to judge him yet. I mean, the, the Panthers... They don't give him a lot to work with. They've got a lot of very mediocre wide receivers who who can't separate. And that's going to be really tough until they're able to overhaul that roster a little bit and get some people in who are going to help Bryce Young, which will be difficult because they did give up a lot of draft capital to get him as well. So interesting to see you know, where, where he goes from here. Um, he's going to get time, isn't he? As a number one overall pick, you're not going to be judged after one week or even probably one season. I think. If they can build around Bryce Young, he's got the ability. But I, I do worry a little bit if they if they don't add very much to what they've got at the moment for him. Yeah, I think this this is absolutely it on Bryce Young. He's got a lot of talent and a lot of potential. And for me, the Panthers have done it a bit backwards. They've given up a lot of picks. They haven't got a lot around him. They've got to build a team. Can they do that having given up the picks and getting the quarterback first? Or are they going to get him killed? It remains to be seen. But, you know, it, it looks like a decent start for the fella. Um, we'll see how he does against New Orleans. We're recording first, so uh, feel free to tell us how right we got it afterwards. <laughs> Another guy who looks, for me, like he's dancing around a little bit. I mean, he's got a lot of injuries on the offensive line, but I'll, I'll give you a stat. His 600, 626 passing yards are the most for any rookie without an interception uh, through two starts since the merger, CJ Stroud will start with Stewart this time. Yeah, I I like CJ Stroud's coming out of college. He was my QB one in on the draft talk podcast, but prior to the draft, um, I think he's he's looked pretty good in the starts he's had. He's, he, you're right, his the the in theory had a good offensive line in Texas potentially, but injuries have kind of ravaged them a little bit. Um, he has already had um more 380-yard-plus games than his previous fellow Ohio State quarterback in Justin Fields has had in his career, which is one. So um, he's already one up on him. But he's, he's looked pretty assured. I think he grew from week one to week two. He was able to drive the ball outside the numbers quite well. Yes, they they, they didn't win. Um, the the Colts um, did a number on them with the quarterback we're going to speak about coming up pretty soon. But I think he's he's looked okay. He's he's attempted a lot of passes. Is he's not he's not putting the ball in danger. He's completing a good number of these passes as well. Encouraging starts for me for CJ Stroud. But again, very early in his career, and his wobble will come, no doubt about it. I don't think he's going to go through the whole season without throwing an interception or having a dreadful game. But encouraging signs to begin with. Yeah, I have to agree. He's, um, he's looked he's looked pretty good, and yeah, not an interception, which, um, you know, he'll get that monkey off his back at some point. But it, it's nice for two starts to, to start your career like that. I see he's had 11 sacks um, in two games, which is is, is a bit of a uh, bit of a awakening to the league, isn't it? But you're right, they lose. I think you've got three or four starters missing from their offensive line, which uh, isn't going to help anyone. Um, but yeah, I think you think he's made a pretty good start. Um, obviously, they're all in two, but they, they've been competitive. Well, not so much this week against against the Ravens, but they're they're a tough team to play. Um, but yeah, I think you've been you've seen, I think you've seen you've seen more from from Stroud 
Then you have Bryce Young, but it's it's a very small sample size, especially for Bryce Young. He's, he's only had half a sample size. Um, but yeah, I think you can be encouraged. Um, it was always going to be an uphill struggle, um, especially with the, the offensive line injuries um, and, you know, playing on a Texans team who haven't been good for ugh, four or five years, I don't know, a while. Um they they they've got to turn it around big time, haven't they? But yeah, I think I think through two games, I, think, I can't really think. Like I say, he's he's protected the ball well. Um, yeah, I've been I've been relatively pleased. Yeah, I can't say that they've recall. I can't recall, and please tell me if I'm wrong. If they've had a good quarterback since I've been a fan, and that <laughs> is like since 2006, they've had a lot of great players: Andre Johnson, Arian Foster. But I can't remember many quarterbacks. That's- his name's probably mud in the NFL these days, but Deshaun Watson was very good when he played at the Texans, and before yeah. before all his issues that he's had and whatnot, I I, I think that'd be fair to say he's probably been the best quarterback that they have had. Yeah. Um, moving on then to a player who's yet to finish a game, uh, Anthony Richardson. I think before he got injured last night. He was on for about 56 fancy points in total. Once, <laughs> if he kept that up, um, he's looked everything we thought he was going to be so far. Except he can't stay fit. I'm sure that's not going to stay stay true. Um, I, th- I think they've found someone, haven't they, the Colts? Potentially, I think that Anthony Richardson has done a lot of what we thought Anthony Richardson was. He runs the ball exceptionally well. He uses his power. He's got a big arm. Um, but he's got to be sensible about the way he plays the game as well. Um, he's not a, an elusive, slippery runner like Lamar Jackson is. He's somebody who's going to try and plough through people. Uh, uh, people compare him to Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's got a much more um, wiggle and movement in his running as well. Anthony Richardson looks like he just wants to run through people. Um, and I think he's going to have to be be cleverer than what he is at the moment. I know he wants to show what he can do, and but he's already been off injured with a leg injury. He's already taken a, a concussion hit as well, and that's just through two games. If he keeps playing the way he is, we might not have Anthony Richardson for very long, which would be very sad to see. But um, are we going to get him to change his game? Who knows? I, you know, I think that's a big part of what he is. But if he wants to have a long career in the NFL, he's 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 got to look after himself. And to be fair, the Colts have got to look after him as well. Um, they are calling a lot of these plays on him. It's not just that he's taking off and doing his own thing either. Yeah, I think part of that is, you know, like I say, we're two weeks in and, and he'll learn with experience. There's only amount of, a number of times you can take them hits before you think... Maybe I shouldn't run totally full speed into that guy. Maybe I should, you know, slide every now and then. Or like you say, let's let's change the play calls up because he, you know, it'd be nice for him to finish a game, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, I think he's looked pretty good. Obviously, they got that that win this weekend. Granted, he, you know, he didn't play the full game, but um, but yeah, like you say, he's he's sort of exactly what you thought. Although that said, I think he, his passing's been slightly better than we originally thought coming out of college but yeah great strong runner which which he's shown um but yeah I think he just needs to be a little bit smarter a lot of that will come to experience um in terms of how and when you run um just just be a bit smarter with that don't don't get yourself injured because yeah he's not 
<laughs> if you carry on, he's certainly going to get himself injured. But yeah, I've been impressed, and you have to say he's probably been the most impressive so far of this class. Um, plenty of uh, plenty of time left, but yeah, I've uh, I've enjoyed him, and like you say, if if they can look after him, then yeah, he, I think he can. Um, yeah, he can be very exciting. So you're right. He's he's exciting for sure, uh, and will be huge in fantasy circles. Um, moving on to the last rookie to quarterback we'll talk about, and I've paired him up with Malik Willis. Um, I was surprised they went for for Will Levis, having had Willis on the roster. Obviously, they're looking to the future. They've got Ryan Tannehill, and neither of us implanted him, and one of them doesn't even make you know the match day squad. Uh, I would have thought Willis would have been the backup having drafted him already having Willis. Uh, the names are so similar, they're standing. Um, <laughs> to, if, if you follow what I'm saying, you know, why get one when you've got the other? One, you know, the new one's just going to you know, not even be on the bench. If you weren't happy with Willis, wouldn't the other guy then be the backup? It, it, it doesn't quite make sense to me. Um, what do, obviously, we haven't seen them play very much. Um, what, what do you think, Brian? It, it it is a tough one. Um, I just think when you when you think back to the draft and look, quarterbacks a position where you, you, there there aren't enough good ones going around. And if if you've got a chance where you can maybe get, um, you know, take a flyer on someone, which is I think he's what they did with Willis. And then you know you're right. It is very tough to say the names. Will Levis, Willis, and um, but yeah, <laughs> I think um, see it took a bit of a flyer on Willis. He played a couple of games. He wasn't great last year, was he? Um, but then you, you think Will Levis, who, you know, some people had going as an early first round pick. You, you pick him up a little bit later. Think, look, we'll, we'll give him a go as well. well. We'll let him battle it out. We'll see what we've got. Um, I think the, the issue may be it, it's tough. To, it can be tough to develop quarterback, especially when, you know, Ryan Tannehill played pretty well this weekend. Um, you know, your focus is is going to be on our, on our starters. And, um Tannehill stays healthy. Are, are they going to get much time in practice? Um, I'm sure they'll, they'll get a bit. They'll work it in, but um, it, it's it's tough to know who's who's at the top of the pecking order there. Really. Well, the second in the pecking order. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll, you know, if, if Tannehill stays healthy and as long as he don't go totally off the rails, um, you, you might not see either of them play this this year. So it's tough to say. Um, Oh, okay. Will Levis is that he's he's got his mayonnaise deal, hasn't he? Because he's a bit of a bit of a weirdo that puts mayo in his coffee and stuff. <laughs> Did um, he get that, 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 that's with, all I think with, with in my mice. mind. I know he's done more than that. He's a bit of preseason, but that's all that comes to mind. Um, which which says a lot. I'd like to say, you know, if if all goes well for Tennessee, I, I don't think they'll want to play either of them this year. Um, and you know they might look back and it's like, well, you know, we took a flyer on a someone that we thought was was good value, and if you're going to do that any position, it might as well be quarterback, right? Yeah, and I think the, the important thing is neither of these guys were first-round picks, so there's no mm. pressure to play them, and they won't be under pressure to play. If you have a first-round quarterback on your on your roster and they're not playing, the, the guy in in the hot seat has to have one interception and the fans are calling for the first-rounder mm. to come out. So these guys will have a little bit more time and a little bit more leeway to, to develop. Um, and the draft is such a such a lottery. It really is. And if you're going to take punts, you know, a second rounder and a third rounder on a quarterback is as good as, you know, if, if these guys come good, 
wonderful if they don't nobody's going to remember who you picked in the second mm-hmm. or third round really anyway to be honest um and these guys both had both had their admirers at times in the draft cycles so are any of them going to develop into anything is the question we really don't know at this stage Tannehill is still around and Tannehill is, is doing okay you know there, there's no reason to throw these guys in early and have them totally totally ruined because both of them are guys who need development so might be might be a couple of quarterbacks to come back to in a couple of years time they might be on different rosters they might not be playing they might be the starter for Tennessee it really is difficult to say at this stage absolutely if they end up doing a Bill Belichick uh, Jimmy Garoppolo you know plays a few games they don't need him they draft him for a first they look like geniuses um it's a fair play I hope it works out for both of them wherever they end up moving on Brock Purdy, uh, a guy we spoke a little bit about uh, just before week one. Do we trust him? I think we do. He's got good weapons around him. He's He's got Samuel and, and Ayuk, a wide receiver. He's got a tremendous offensive line. He's got a great coach. So it's not completely clear that it's all him. But I think on the whole, I trust him. And they're going to go a long way with him. Uh, that they... I mean, whether it was more to do with Purdy or to do with, with the player himself, they they traded uh, their former first round pick that they gave up so much capital for. So they obviously have a lot of trust. Um, what do you think, Stuart? Yeah, I mean, we've we've been doing the draft. This will be our fourth draft cycle, and I think it's fairly clear to see that that quarterback class was easily the worst quarterback class out of the out of the four that we properly looked at. So. Brock Purdy wasn't even someone that we even talked about particularly. He wasn't really thought of as a wonderful draft prospect the year he came out. A few years before, Andy had been talked about as a potential draftable quarterback, and then things kind of fell away and didn't work out for him. And he was in a bad offense in college and whatnot. So he ended up going the last pick in the in the seventh round. Scheme matters a lot, and we've seen that. Jimmy Garoppolo can take this team all the way to the Super Bowl and nobody's going to say that Jimmy Garoppolo is a top 20 quarterback in this league unless you really, really love Jimmy Garoppolo and are a bit deluded about him. But um, Purdy has has ran the offense well. He's ran it efficiently. Um, he's, a, he's physically limited somewhat and I do wonder whether it, when it comes to these really clutch moments in a playoff run in January time when okay everything's on the line here and we have to rely on a quarterback to get us through this game can Purdy do it I still have my doubts there yet but he's got one one of if not the best running back in football he's got the best left tackle in football he's got a pair of receivers and Ayuk and Debo Samuel who a lot of teams would love to have there's George Kittle at the option you know, he's got a good cast around him, but we've seen quarterbacks with good cast around them before who have failed. So fair play to him. He's made the most of the situation. But I'm just pumping the brakes a little bit on Brock Purdy for me just yet. Yeah, I sort of I sort of feel exactly the same. And I was I was waiting for, you know, the, the sophomore slump to, to kick in and may you know, we're, we're only two games in, it may well kick in, but so far so good for this year. Um, you know, I think I think yesterday was his first game without a passing touchdown uh, did run one in um but yeah i think it may well be this you know the shanahan system that everybody raves about and makes it 
easy-ish for the quarterbacks and he certainly seems to be, be, be fitting right in and, and doing well. Like you say, if, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo can uh, can nearly go all the way. Why why can't Brock Purdy? And yeah, he's he's done great so far and it's you know, with with a big deal of hindsight, what what would have happened had he had he not been injured in that playoff game last year, we don't know. Um with the you know amazing run of continued uh, into Super Bowl, you, you just don't know. But yeah, I've I've been impressed. Um, he'll he'll have some sort of slump at some point. Um, you know the the Shanahan system isn't perfect, although some people seem to think it is. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I've, I've been impressed so far. Um, and yeah, they they clearly like him. Like you say, they, they've got rid of Trey Lance. Um, you know he he's the man now. Uh, there's there's no doubt about it. They could have kept Trey Lance there. They could have brought in. Um, I don't think they got Sam Sam Darnold, but they could have brought in you know a a more trusty backup. But it's um, no, it's 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 your ball, Brock Purdy. Go go do it. Absolutely right. Uh, he, and he's sitting there on one of the favourites. So watch this space. He's mm. uh, could be one of the bigger names coming into the season. Um, now here's a guy and. Stuart, you might not know a bit more about him than I do because you follow one of his wide receivers quite closely. Um, I'm going to throw this one out there. Did Kenny Pickett go in the first round to Pittsburgh because he's from Pittsburgh? Um, I, I don't think just because he was from Pittsburgh. I think the, the Steelers needed a quarterback. Obviously, it was the end of end of Big Ben. And I think that they wanted to have someone who was their guy in rather than bringing someone who they had to trade for or had been a not a failure, but hadn't really set the world on light somewhere else. And I, I don't think they were in that frame that they wanted to make that big trade for a for a, a quarterback that other teams did. I think they probably felt that at the stage they were picking at at that point that Kenny Pickett was the was the lesser of evil's options i think um they took they took a punt on him in the first round he's he's done okay um i'm not convinced and and i don't think we were convinced i don't think any of us had him even in that quarterback class where we didn't think it was a great quarterback class had him rated that highly i think wine didn't even have him on his top five um quarterbacks coming out that year so um, this, is, this, uh, this is kind of what I mean. I mean, none of us are experts, and no one out yeah. there who who does these mocks is an expert. But to have him so far down a list where the next quarterback went in round three, it just yeah. seems a bit crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they they they've obviously just went. You know what? He's he's the he's he's our favourite in this bunch of guys. We might not get the option to pick someone in the first round, a quarterback for a while, because the Steelers just win, um, regardless of who's that. You know, they they don't often pick that high, and they thought, well, we're going to have to get someone in who can, ma- you know, even manage the yeah. team for a couple of years, and I think that that's what they've tried to go for in Kenny Pickett. But if the Steelers do badly, there's a lot of nice quarterbacks coming up in this year. Could they be tempted to make a change if Pickett doesn't? Doesn't set the world alight, possibly. Who knows? He, he didn't have a great game in the first game of the season, but I, I think Kenny Pickett's what we thought he would be. He's an, he's an efficient player, but he, he's just not spectacular. And I don't think I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to win you anything. 
Yeah, I think it's just we we put so well correctly we put such a, an emphasis and a value on quarterbacks, and we are used to, you know, quarterbacks going one two three or one two four like they did this year. And I think, um, yeah, that draft class last year was was such an anomaly in terms of there wasn't a there wasn't a superstar, and it was a bit of, well, I like him, I don't love him, and mm, I don't know if I'm keen on him, and uh, and and. I think the the Steelers liked him. They probably love him, but they liked Kenny Pickett. And like you say, he knows the building. He knows where the toilets are. He knows mm-hmm. all that. So uh, his induction would have been really quick. Um, but yeah, and I think he's sort of been maybe. I think his first year last year was a little bit better than maybe expected. Um, and you sort of know, like the Steelers, they they're gonna win. They're gonna, you know, Mike Thomas had a losing season. Ever, I don't think, or at least for for I a while. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they they find a way to win. I don't. I agree, Stu. I don't think he's a quarterback. He's, he's gonna, you know, kick you into the next level. Um, but you know, you know, if they can, if they can sort of build around him, um, which which the Steelers know how to do. I think he's uh he's got a he's got a good shot. Like you say, so far this year, not not his best game. Um, plays again tonight. So we'll we'll see how he gets on. But yeah, I've been so far. I think if you look at his overall body of work, I've I've been pretty impressed uh, with Kenny Pickett. I love uh, the phrase. His induction was really quick. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, he could have oh, given yeah, the tour. Right, yeah. <laughs> Show all the other rookies round off your pop. Yeah. And so on to Desmond Ridder. Um, I don't know much about him. And that might speak to his performances. He he's he is number one now in Atlanta, and they won yesterday. They won against a good Green Bay defense. Um, I don't know if uh, Green Bay uh, offense played particularly well. Uh, I I did enjoy the shot of Love losing his balance and falling over into the offensive line like a, a, a drunken man on Friday at twelve o'clock. Um, but I don't know much about him, and maybe. He, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Brian? I think, well, he, I think he's been he's been pretty pretty good this year. I don't I don't know if um, you know when they drafted him. I think it was it may well have been a more of a oh we like him and wow we can uh, like, let's bring him in. Was he third round pick? I think I should should probably yeah yeah he was yeah, yeah. so he's third round pick. So he's like you say it's, it's sort of a um you know nothing is guaranteed in the draft especially in the third round you might as well take a flyer on a quarterback and i think they'll have been pretty happy so far um i don't know if it, you know he was drafted to be the the heir apparent to, to matt ryan but um yeah i think he'd be pretty well Look, you, you know they're two and always played pretty well um i think the uh the packers were down quite a few starters so that that may have helped but you know, a win's a win, and you, you'll take him at this stage of the season. And um, looking at the NFC South, it could be it could be anyone's. And and but the Falcons are in the in the driving seat at the moment. And yeah, Ridder's Ritter, been pretty good. I don't know if he's, you know, like I say, I guess similar to Kenny Pickett. Is he is he ever going to be a top five, you know, even top ten quarterback? I, I, probably not. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But I think, like I say, so far so good. Um, Give him, give him a few more games, see how, see how he's getting on. But yeah, I've been, I've been pretty impressed. I didn't have, have high hopes really. Um, but yeah, they need him as starter, and he, and he's done really well. Yeah, I think the, the, the running attack is really the, the straw that stirs the drink there in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Bijan is ace. I, I love Bijan. I love Bijan, and I think we all did. 
But Tyler Algier is also a really good running back mm-hmm. as well. Just the you feel a bit sorry for the likes of Kyle Pitts and Drake London in that offense. They're not getting the they're not getting the targets. And I think that there's mm-hmm. been a bit of a bit of social media flexing the muscle, shall we say, from some of those guys. You know, just not Ritter for me. I, I saw bits of the of the game against Green Bay. I didn't think he looked great, if I'm honest. Um, some of his decision making was a bit off. I mean, he's he completed a bit over half of his passes. I'm just not. I'm just not sold on him. I mean, he was. I think he rode really high on that. That Cincinnati team had a really good year when they pushed so hard and they got into the college playoffs. And I think he he rode that momentum quite well into the draft as well. And and was did that play a part in where he was picked and whatnot? And I don't know. I'm. I think if I'm Atlanta, I'm definitely scoping out for an upgrade. You know, fairly, fairly early. If I'm honest, I'm I'm not sold on the Desmond Ritter experience at all as yet. I I until you said it, I mean, we knew they were there. I'd completely forgotten all the stars like like Pitts and London. Uh, there's some names. There's some really good names. I know their offensive line has really improved in the last mm. couple of years as well. Um, if Ritter does come good, or they get themselves a new star, they could maybe do something in the future um interesting one if, if like like you say if you can get a serviceable quarterback in round three um all the better uh, and speaking of which sam howell is now the starter in washington uh and playing well he's looks like for me he's looked like he's got a good arm and a good brain he still needs some work um we're sort of wondering i mean if, if there's a school of thought again why didn't we see him last year if he was, you know, proper good? But now when you think about it, he's actually doing what people cry out for. Get him, sitting behind someone. Was he behind Taylor Heineke, I think? Um, yeah. You know, sit him for a year, learn, and then come in. He's done all right. Uh, they've what, won one or two games now, I think it is, because their defense is, yeah, 2-0. and oh. Their defense is solid. That defensive line is great. And Chase Young is really coming good this year. Um must be wanting a new contract, I guess. Um, but they're looking, you know, half decent in a strong division. Um, Sam Howell, um, Stuart, let's come to you first on this one. Yeah, I'm going to be a bit more positive about Sam Howell than I've been about yeah. the last two guys. Um, he was somebody that I really liked as well. And the year before he was drafted, there was loads of mock drafts. He was going 1-2 with um, a quarterback that's still in college, Spencer Rattler. They were the guys who were the top two guys. And then... He, he didn't have a great year. I mean, they lost a lot of his supporting cast um, with the Tar Heels, and then he, he spent a lot of the time running the ball in his in his last year. And then I was still shocked that he went as far as down as the fifth round, if I'm honest. When we had all these other guys going before him, I think he he's got a good arm. He he can run the ball well. He can show he can lead a comeback because they were getting shellacked by the Broncos <laughs> when I was watching it early on, and then yeah. they had a good comeback. And he, he he's a tough bugger, I think. I think he's one of these guys, he'll take his lumps, he'll take his hits, um, he'll keep coming back for more. So, yeah, he's only three games into his NFL career. We forget that. He had the one start, so he's only three games in. Um, but he, he's shown that he's got a bit about him, and let's see where it takes him. Yeah, yeah he was a winner in college, wasn't he, Brian? Mm, yeah, he did great. And Stu said he, he had a, a bad final year and it obviously pushed him down draft boards but he's he shown all along he, he's got he's got the talent um and yeah been been impressed been impressed with the 
I guess commanders as a whole how they've done um, so far. Like you say, coming, they've, I think they've come back in both games to to win, um, and it's almost uh, not a total free hit. Um, I think there's you know maybe Ron Riviera's job on the line and stuff like that, but it's it's you know Sam Howell isn't someone they've invested a lot in, and if they can they can make him a a, a starter, then fantastic. Um, you know that that's a huge win for them. They're not not great expectations this year, so anything from him is great. And yeah, he's looked pretty good. Um, I've just seen they've got they've got the Bills and the Eagles coming up next two games, so um, they may struggle a little bit there, I imagine. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's been he's been impressive. And like you say, it's, it's strange that he didn't start till um, very late last year. He did win that though, beat beat the Cowboys. Um, good on him. So yeah, he's three and I was a starter. So so yeah, so far so good. But yeah, I've been pretty impressed. I think it'll, it's going to get tougher from here. Um, but like you say, he's got he helps having a, a fantastic defense. It'll help him out with points and and uh, hopefully some good field position. So yeah, I think um, yeah, pretty pretty happy with Sam Howell so far. Yeah, I think we'd be more positive than negative about this group of quarterbacks. However, I will say mm-hmm. I don't know where the next star's coming from. Uh, the next huge name, the household name, your Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm not sh- completely not, sure. Not this group, group, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, not, we always see wait till next year, wait till next year. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the it's a draft stock freeze anyway, isn't it? But there is a lot of good quarterbacks to to come. So, but then we've said that before, and we've had disappointing classes, haven't we? I mean, we looked at you know Dar- Darnold and Rosen. That no, that was going to be an amazing class and. It wasn't, you know, no. so I was a big Josh Rosen fan. Yeah. Some, yeah. Also, oh, sorry. I'll, I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I, from the, from the, I, I can see Anthony Richardson becoming a star possibly and, and Stroud, I think if he keeps going, doing well, he, he could come on to be a good quarterback, but you just don't know, but um quarterbacks you just keep you just keep picking one till you get one don't you mm. that's it absolutely too early to tell on, on most of those names uh but watch this space interesting times um and yes the next crop will be interesting i noticed the cardinals uh threw away an enormous lead yesterday to, <laughs> to the giants in their mission to get the number one pick <laughs> in the draft um and potentially two because they've got the texans because we could pick one and two we will. Uh, I'm sure you will cover this on the uh, on the draft podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, week three already. Like you said, we're speeding through the season. This week, Sky Sports have dropped the Jets game and are letting you vote, uh, depending on when I get this podcast out, <laughs> and letting you vote, vote vote which game they show on. T- so, with that in mind, and assuming you don't just vote for the game you don't mind being blacked out, let's talk first about the. Lions and Falcons. Uh, now I watched the Lions yesterday. Um, we were up, they were up against my Seahawks, so of course I watched them. They look good, and uh, they look as Bills. Their offensive stars are legit stars, and their defense is good on all three levels. They were unlucky. Um, it's just it was just one of those days. Uh, it's a really really tight contest, and both teams really wanted it. The Lions look good, and they're going to the Falcons, as as we just discussed. Their run game is looking particularly good. Um, Brian, a good one to start the week with. Yeah, yeah, that'd be um, that'd be my vote. 
uh, yeah, the Lions have looked great. I've, we've, we've, we've waxed lyrical about the Falcons. Um, maybe not Desmond Ritter, but everybody else uh, in terms of in terms of what they can do. Um, and yeah, the Lions were, um, you might not agree with me, Duncan, but I think a bit unlucky. You always are a bit unlucky, I think, oh, you I get, think get were, to yeah. that stage in the game and, and lose. It's a bit 50-50, isn't it? Um, but again, they look, they look good in week one against, um, granted, a, a slightly injured off uh, off kill to the Chiefs. But um, yeah, Lions look, Lions look like the real deal and, and the Falcons do so far. So that, that should be a pretty good game. Um, yeah, I might tune into that if it's on. See, uh, the battle of the trenches for me, that game, because I think the, the Lions have one of the best offensive lines in football. They've got a lot of young, good young talent in, the, in there. Um, and the, the Falcons have improved their defensive front with the likes of Onyemata and Calais Campbell and whatnot coming over. They needed a bit of an injection of that. And then on the flip side, you've got um, the, the Falcons line, which you know has made big improvements under Arthur Smith, going up against Eden Hutchinson and co. So I think that would be a, a fascinating battle to see who comes out on top there. Yeah, absolutely strong on the lines. Taylor Decker was out injured yesterday uh, and Nwusu had himself a bit of a game for the Seahawks. On the other side, despite having both tackles out injured, they were able to handle uh, the likes of Hutchinson. It was very scheme-friendly, I will say, the offence. But, I mean, if that's what it takes, what's wrong with the next team just doing that themselves? Um, But like you say, fascinating contest, uh, as will be the Ravens versus the Colts uh, to... Running quarterbacks, um, hopefully Richardson can stay on the field this week. If he doesn't take a break, he probably needs to take a break, to be fair, doesn't he? Um, Ravens-Colts, uh, Stuart? Um, it's a funny game. I think the Ravens are a funny kind of team. The Ravens always seem to pull it out of the bag because they are the are the Ravens. Um, obviously, they, they beat the Bengals um, at the weekend, but... I'm, I'm, they're not convincing just yet and I think the same could be said for the Colts um, I think again there'll be a lot of this game played on the ground and it might just be whoever's able to, to grind that running yards out against the other team comes out on top um, I'm not sure it'll be the most entertaining or fun game but we'll see Yeah I think it'll be one of them one of them quick games, a lot of running, a lot of keeping the clock going Um so yeah, I sort of think of the, the the three we're touching on here. I, th- I sort of think this is the the one I'd be most confident in saying. I'm I'm quite happy thinking the Ravens sh- the Ravens should win this. I've been been impressed with them so far. Um, obviously dealt dealt with the Texans pretty pretty easily in week one, but then um, the Bengals had a lot to prove in week two, didn't they? And and then the uh, they got the win away from home over in Cincinnati there. So they they've been pretty good. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson's finally finally got some weapons. Um, obviously, of course, the running backs injured because that's unfortunately what what always happens with the Ravens. But they've um, yeah, they've looked pretty good. And like we say, bit exciting to see you know Anthony Richardson go against Lamar Jackson. Um, similarish um, play styles in terms of running quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see them, them go against each other. But I think the the Ravens should really have you know the Colts number on this one. And finally, up for voting is the Chargers at the Vikings. I'm not sure about this one. It's got, you saw the Chargers against the Dolphins, and they've got a really high powered offense. Their defense has leaves a lot to be desired, which would suggest that someone like Justin Jefferson might have a day or one of their other, you know, really good skilled players. 
it could be a you know a, a big shootout. But haven't we just seen enough of these two teams to know that <laughs> they're just what they are and that it's not all that exciting anymore? I, I don't know. Am I being is that ridiculous to think, Brian? Uh, I, I think it's a little bit harsh to say it's just not exciting anymore. It's exciting. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah, know, yeah. No, I think this this could be a good game. But yeah, I think I think we've known for a number of years now, haven't we? With with sort of both of these teams and they, they sort of continuously fit their own narrative of the Chargers yeah. will somehow find a way to lose. They will, um, you know, they, they they've got they've got all the all the players there, all the tools there to 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 be very competitive. But they seem to find a just a ridiculous little way to lose in in a heartbreaking fashion, you know, five or six times a year. And and the Vikings, people saying for years, like, you know, is Kirk Cousins any good? I think I think he's quite good, but he, he seems to whenever he has a good game as a as a team as a whole, he seems to have a bad game. So he, you know, he, he it's it's difficult for him. Um, and yeah, I don't think they they've got a particularly good defense. So. You know, can they slow the charges down a bit? Probably. I think I think it might be an exciting game. Um both 0 and 2. Both, you know, you don't want to go 0 and 3. Um the stats aren't good. I know we've got an extra game now compared to a couple of years ago, but I know the, the stats for being 0 and 3 were pretty pretty awful prior to that. Um so in that, yeah, I think they've both got something to prove. Um but yeah, I think it's a case of not who'll win it, but who will who will lose it, if that makes sense. Yeah, that that was kind of my point. You know, shootouts are fun, but mm. yeah, we 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 know what these teams are about, Stuart. Uh, yeah, I I can't agree more with Brian's last uh, last kind of sentence there. The, the Chargers just can't get out of their own way, can they? I mean, against the Dolphins, these these what was it? There was some stat that the first team that had thrown over a certain amount of yards won the turnover differential, scored thirty four points, and still lost. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And again, I watched quite a bit of the game against the Titans um, as I had my Titans down as my pick for the upset of the week. And I mean, the the amount of yards Keenan Allen had and touchdowns and things, they were he could he was winning the ball at will, and and they still lost. I mean, it's the Chargers just cannot help themselves. They're just one of those teams that no matter what they do, everyone says, oh, the Chargers are too talented to be 0-2, but to be fair, they deserve to be 0-2 because they just can't close out games or they just just something goes wrong for them as well. And, and the Vikings, they they have a good offence, but the defence is pretty pretty average at best. I think that's... I, th- I think... and I hate saying it, I think the Chargers will score a lot of points on them. and They don't have a great pass rush and the secondary is pretty ropey as well. So I actually fancy the Chargers to do a number on the Vikings. So that probably means the Vikings will win by about 15 points. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it, it, the Chargers. It's surely set. It's surely set up for them to get off the, uh, off the the zero wins. But this is the Chargers. We really don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's madness. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think like the likes of Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James are injured, are they? No, no, they were all yeah. playing. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it just defies logic really mm-hmm. um, but thank you thank you guys um great set of matches coming up regardless and that is all for today's show let us know what you think of the league's quarterbacks by tweeting us at 99 yards thanks for listening <laughs>